Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Backyield Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on today's episode, we are diving into a couple of topics from around the Major League Soccer world. We're going to reflect a little bit on MLS Commissioner Don Garber's State of the League address, and we're going to update you on a couple of notes from MLS Free Agency. We'll do both of those things in less than 10 minutes, because here on The Backyield Show, we believe that just because soccer games are 90 minutes long doesn't mean that soccer podcasts have to be. So let's get to it and talk MLS. All right, folks, let's dive into a couple of newsworthy topics that came out of Commissioner Don Garber's State of the League address that happened just under a week ago. Now, I wrote up a lot of the big takeaways over on the website. That's backheel.com. A couple of things, though, that I've been thinking more and more about this week, especially today, Thursday, December 14th, as I'm recording, one of those ties specifically to roster rules. Now, Don Garber, in his address, ruled out the idea of there being a fourth DP for next season. It's a bummer in some ways. That would have been one way to get more top talent into the league to help capitalize on Lionel Messi's very limited time on U.S. soil. And with that being said, Garber did leave the door open for, quote, some exciting things, unquote, That will be announced on the roster rules front after a board meeting. Now, that board meeting is today. I believe it's happening in New York. It may have already happened by the time you listen to this episode. Important people are going to gather and try to figure out, okay, how do we actually make this a more compelling product to capitalize on Lionel Messi's time in Major League Soccer? Or at least that is what they should be talking about. One of the things, and this is pure speculation at this point, there's been a little reporting done on it. One thing that might be happening is opening up all three U-22 initiative roster spots to every team, regardless of what their situation is on the DP side. Jeremiah O'Shan from Sounder at Heart has reported a little bit about this. I've heard some rumblings as well on this front. It's not a game-changing move, and to set the foundation here, if this rule is changed, essentially teams would be able to sign three really good players, think of those as the DPs, and three really good young players, think of those as the U-22 initiative players, Right now, you can't do that unless your third DP is a special kind of DP, and that then opens up all three U22 initiative slots. It restricts what teams can do in terms of investing in top talent. This change would give teams more freedom when it comes to filling those six roster spots. Maybe this is what we get. Maybe it's something more. Maybe this is not in the cards at all, and there are no meaningful changes. I don't know what's going to happen on this front, but in the salary cap league, making these kinds of changes is helpful Really, to take advantage of Messi's time in MLS, you have to do more, right? Hopefully, there are more changes coming from an MLS perspective to the roster rules because, and Garbo was asked about this, Messi's only going to be here for so long. Maybe he decides to stay after 2025 and, and you get a little bit more out of him than you planned, but really, your window is closing. It's already started closing. It started closing from the second that Messi came out and said, I'm coming to Miami. And MLS at this point has done nothing to take advantage of that in a competition way. And this is the moment to do it, Right. Coming in midseason, you can't make massive structural changes during the middle of an actual season. But now in the offseason, this is the moment to go out there and, and try to change some things with the goal of getting higher quality players on the field to make your product more interesting to viewers that don't currently watch your product, but might at least be aware of it in a way that they weren't before because of a certain man named Lionel Messi. In, in some ways, I'm encouraged, and in other ways, I'm a little discouraged. But what we've been hearing on the roster rules front, again, it's too early. I'm not passing judgment now. That will come out next week based off of what happens at this board meeting and what we hear. But there needs to be action. And MLS, 
typically has moved very, very slowly. And there have been reasons for that to keep the league from folding early on, to add some structure, to add some real stability to Major League Soccer. All of those things are important. And MLS and their slow-moving tendencies have helped in that way. This is a rare moment for Major League Soccer. You'll never have a moment that is this good, that is this opportune to go out there and act and make some moves. This is the time to do it for MLS, and I'm a little concerned that we're not really going to see much on this front, and they'll think that Messi is enough of a ticket all on his own. And for now, he is, right? People subscribe to MLS Season Pass on Apple TV because of Lionel Messi. They subscribe during Leagues Cup. And when he goes away, those subscriptions from Mexico and from other places around the world go away too, right? They're not as interested in watching the playoffs. They're not as interested in watching Miami lose towards the end of the regular season when they're dead tired and don't have the depth and the quality to go out there and compete. That's not something that's going to convince folks to stay and watch this league, and it's not something that's going to help it grow. So we'll see what happens on the roster rules front. Again, just rumblings really at this point, but we should know more soon coming up over the next few days or, or whatever that's going to look like. One other thing that I wanted to get to on this episode from Don Garber's media availability last week. He dug into the schedule issue. He was asked about whether international tournaments that are coming over the next few summers, so 2024, Copa America on U.S. soil, 2025, expanded Club World Cup on U.S. soil, 2026, World Cup, huge on U.S. soil. Don Garber was asked if these international tournaments present an opportunity for MLS to change to the summer-spring calendar that's used by Europe's top leagues. Garber then responded and, and sort of said that they're open to making some changes on that front, I don't think he's ever fully closed the window on that in the past, but he went and said, yeah, we're, we're open on some of this stuff and ran through a number of different possible solutions while pointing out that obviously it is not an easy thing to do in a country as big as the United States playing in a lot of different climates over a long season. The suggestion that he tossed out or the hypothetical that stood out to me the most is this. He said, quote, should we be thinking about playing in a single destination for a period of time during the winter months? where you can't play necessarily in Toronto or Kansas City or in Chicago or in New York or Boston. Who knows? Maybe that might be the answer. And maybe I'm being naive now, transitioning back into Joe's voice. But I thought Garber's willingness to spitball on the possibility of shifting to a fall to spring schedule was notable. Though, granted, not an immediate sign of change and not a guarantee that any change is going to come ever on that front because it's MLS and things move very, very slowly. That change, though, would align MLS with Europe's top leagues, making player movement easier. It would also get MLS out of trouble when it comes to those big summer tournaments interrupting their season, which is where this whole thing launched from to begin with. I'm kind of into this idea where MLS plays from August to May and all of a sudden Thiago Almada can finish his season, but then can go to Sevilla or can go make his move to Europe and Atlanta have a chance to transition during their offseason and Atlanta have the ability to sell because Sevilla want him leading into their season. That would make player movement a lot easier. That's an obvious thing. But I'm really intrigued by this single destination concept that Garber tossed out. It's not one, frankly, that I'd considered before. There are some inescapable MLS, MLS's back vibes to the idea. I won't, I won't lie about that. We can work on some branding maybe for the single destination reality TV style event. I think it could work. And I think you could actually get away with doing it for six weeks or two months of your season. If you're going from August to May, maybe this is December and January. Maybe you take a little break and it's December and February. You know, There are different ways you could do this with structuring your schedule so that the cold weather teams playing in Austin and Dallas and Houston and Miami and Orlando and Southern California, I think you can get away with doing these Southern teams playing in those climates more 
in the shoulder season. And then during the dead of the season, maybe you set up shop in Texas somewhere. You set up shop in Florida somewhere or Southern California, whatever it's going to be. Logistically, it's difficult. But competition-wise, I think this could actually work. I think you could structure it in a way that you get a legitimate season out of this. It's not ideal, right? And people are going to poke fun at it no matter what because that's not how Europe does it. And Europe has a lot of things figured out on this front. How to schedule in a gigantic country that spans a lot of miles and climates? Europe doesn't have to deal with that. Most of the big leagues, anyway, don't have to deal with that. Financially, there are issues here, and I won't lie on that front. You have to convince owners that there's upside on their loss of maybe six or eight home games, and that is a really, really difficult thing to do. Maybe it's less, right? Maybe it's it's three or four because you're playing home and away during that stretch, and so you're not fully losing your entire home game slate. But there is upside on that, and there is upside when it comes to player movement and other things along those lines. I'm thinking on this one. My wheels are turning a bit on this idea. We'll see what MLS decides to do. The most likely option, obviously, in the short term is nothing, but maybe long term, MLS is starting to realize that as they're becoming more of a global player, and they're not there yet, but they're, they're growing in that category, and as the international soccer calendar continues to expand, maybe there's something to be done here. So I'm intrigued about that. We'll see what happens on that front. The same goes for the roster rules side. MLS free agency is currently underway. Miles Robinson's going to Cincinnati to check out what they've got going on over there. That would be a massive signing by FC Cincinnati. It seems like Julian Gressel is trending more and more towards into Miami, according to reports. So we're starting to see some action here on the free agency front. We'll have plenty more coverage of that here on the Backheeled Show and over, of course, on Backheeled.com. Check out the site and subscribe there to support our work. For now, enjoy your weekend, and we'll be back again next week. Oh, 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 oh